My name is Anakee Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change Be Bold. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. You're listening to For Change Be Bold podcast, the show that shows you how to start choosing you. Today, I am excited to introduce our guest, Dr. Henry. He's an award-winning chiropractor with 20 years under his belt. Dr. Kelly Henry helped patients achieve and live their healthiest life. With a foundation of an exceptional customer service and streamlined business producers, Dr. Henry grows his business into the top producing chiropractor clinics in the nation with multiple locations and doctors. Hi, how are you doing today, Dr. Henry? Uh, I am fantastic. How are you doing today? Okay. I am doing great today. Thank you so much for, you know, joining the podcast, joining for Change People podcast to share with us and to talk to us about one of the important um, you know, details that we can have when it comes on to running our own business, which is customer service. You know, um, it is very important that we have that right customer service to attract clients and to, re- you know, to keep the, the, the clients that we had before, you know, those prospective clients that we're trying to attract the long run. So after retiring from private practice in 2018, Dr. Henry has dedicated himself to consulting and coaching businesses owners on how to create an incredible growth and profit using the processes and procedures to use to create a successful business. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. So we have some rapid questions that we want to get into. And yeah, you're ready for this? I'm ready. (laughs) All right. So if you could get yourself anything right now, what would it be? A Learjet. I love to travel, but I don't necessarily like traveling on the airline. So I'd have, I'd love to have a Learjet parked at the local airport. I can go hop on it and go anywhere I wanted to. You know what? I have thought about that too. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm with you on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Are you a morning person or you're a night? Oh, <laughs> I'm, more, I'm more of a morning person. I get up 5.30 a.m. and have a very specific specific routine that I go through in the morning. So a I'm, routine. I'm a morning person. Yeah. yeah, I'm a morning person, too. I mean, like, I don't need an alarm to wake up. I'm good. And I wake up at the same time every single morning. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last book you read? The last book I read, I read a lot. And it's just left me. Oh, shoot. Um uh, notes from a friend, okay. Tony Robbins. Oh, nice. Note, note from a friend, Tony Robbins. That's that's the last book I read. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> very, good, very, very good book. I've actually read that book three or four times. Just a very quick, easy to read, but really helps you get narrowed down and focused on uh, the right things first. success. Like I've been in and off on different books and especially with audio. <laughs> so um, Audible. 
So I've been listening to different books. So I can't tell you exactly which one was the last one, but <laughs> well, yeah, I have a ton of books on my on my shelf behind me, and in my iPads and on my Audibles. So I understand that. So um, I do shift between books, but I I'll in general I'll stick with one for a while and try to finish it up. Yeah, coffee or tea. Well, I'm, I'm a coffee drinker in the morning. Um, have to have two cups minimum, um, but I do like uh, iced tea. So I'll have iced tea with a meal, not all the time, but I'll have iced tea on a on, a, on an occasion. On occasion, yeah. I'm a tea person, so I'll stick with the tea. I'm not really a coffee person, so <laughs> I don't I don't necessarily like coffee for the taste, but I I, I need it for the effect in the morning. So oh, okay, to wake you up. I know Maybe people. You know what? It doesn't happen to me. Like I drink coffee and I don't feel that effect. I don't. Doesn't help me out. It doesn't help me out. <laughs> <laughs> What's your life motto or motto? To serve. Um, th- there's a quote by Zig Ziglar that I, basically is my I've adopted as my motto, and he he's quoted as saying, "You can have everything in your life you want if you'll help enough others get what they want." So I'm here to serve and help others get what they want. Yep. Same here. I'm here to help as many people as I can, whatever way I can. I'm here to serve. I'm here to give back in, you know, whatever area I can do that in. Um, Yep. Amen. (laughs) So what started you on this journey to focus on customer service? Well, when I first moved to New Mexico, where my wife uh, is from and, and opened a practice there, um, it was a small community in, in New Mexico and uh, we moved in and started doing business with, you know, the companies there in town. And a lot of these businesses had been there for a long time were established and they didn't really need to provide stellar customer service. They, they didn't provide stellar customer service. And I just hated doing business with them and how they made me feel. Mm-hmm. You know, unimportant, unappreciated, you know, like I was an inconvenience for doing business with them. And it, it just bugged me to no end. So I just made a decision very quickly when I started practice there that I was going to do something different in my in my clinics. And we were going to treat people and make them feel valuable. We we're going to make my patients feel important every time they came to my office. Yes. And I didn't do it as a principle to build my practice. I just did it because I hated the way I was feeling and I was just going to be different. But I started, started seeing the impact and I, you know, the patients would comment on, Hey, we just love coming in here. You make us feel yeah. so good. And so I started studying it and then implementing it and, and adding to it and, and, and just saw how it was making my practice, you know, get even better and grow. And, and that was, that's what really keyed me into it. So that, yeah. that was my, my stepping stone for it. When I retired, I knew I, wanted to coach on customer service because I saw the impact of it. And I've actually been coached for 17, 18 years now. I've had business coaches and life coaches and all kinds of fun coaches. Um, And I knew the impact that the coaches had on me. So I just took the two and meshed them together. And here's where I'm at now. Here's where you're at. (laughs) You know, um, I had this question because many times I walk into a business and it's like, you know, hi, welcome in or a greeting like that. So do you think um, a greeting such as, hey, welcome in or thank you for you know coming inside or just a smile from that worker? Which one do you think sticks with that customer at the end of the day? Well, <laughs> that's a good question. In my trainings, I train a business to do both. 
they, they need to have a smile on their face and then they need to have that enthusiastic greeting. Yeah. Now, if you were to choose between the two, I would rather have somebody that smiles and greets me that way than have an enthusiastic greeting without a smile because actions speak louder than words. So um, I would rather have somebody smile and look like they're happy to see me (laughs) than somebody that's like, Hey, glad you're here. You know, how can I help you? You know, communication is 70% body language. So people will read that. They see that. And they're like, yeah, you're real happy. I'm here. I can tell. So um, somebody who's smiling, you know, that communicates a whole different thing. You don't have to say something. You just smile. You know they're ready to help you, and that's all it takes. Yep, it's, it, that is so true because I have walked into stores and they're like, "Hi, welcome in," and they're like dragging your faces like, <laughs> like all mad, right. and I'm like, "What's going on?" But then they're, that smile, I remember that smile. You know, when I go back in, I can say, "Hey, that was the the worker who greeted me with that smile." So yeah, absolutely. Best case scenario is to put the two together. You know, hey, how are you doing? Glad to see you. What can we do for you? Exactly. You know, mold the two together, mesh the two together. And that really is super impactful. It is. It is. What is a key principle of exceptional customer service? Well, the principle that uh, one of my key principles and the principle that I, I and it's kind of hard to understand, not understand, but it's hard to get across initially is to understand that every business is in the customer perception business. It doesn't matter if you're a chiropractor, if you're a medical doctor, if you sell insurance, if you sell shoes, restaurant, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You're driving a perception. Um, and it's the business's choice, what perception they are driving. Are they making the customer feel valued and important and special or are they not? Are they making them feel like an inconvenience, like they're not important, but you're driving the perception. And that's the only thing that matters in business, whatever perception you're driving for that customer, because that's, that's how they will choose whether they continue to do business with you and, and stay with you as a customer. So you got to remember that you're in that perception business, that you're always creating some kind of perception for the customer every time you interact with them. Yep. That is so true because I mean, we're all customers, no matter if you yeah. own a business or you're starting a business, you're going to be a customer at one point in your life. You're going to go That's into right. the store, you're going to walk up there. And I mean, the same way you want to be treated when you walk into someone else's store, that's the same way you have to think about your own, you know, business that you're building. You want that customer to come in and say, hey, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, loved here or welcome here and I want to come back here. So I think that's one of the other key things we have to look at, too, when we are, you know, starting or building our own business. What do you want to walk into someone's store and feel like and what do they want to walk into your store and feel like? Exactly. And that, you know, that's what started me on this journey. Like like you said, I hated the way I was being treated. You know what? I am not going to do that with my patients. So let's do something different. So what are, um, or what is a common business mistake when trying to provide good customer service? The the one I come across all the time is, and, and this is a myth or a delusion, if you will, more than even a mistake, although it is a giant mistake, is believing that you provide great customer service when you really don't. There's many statistics out there that, that show that businesses always say they provide great customer service, but when the customers are surveyed, they're like, this business doesn't provide, at best, they're maybe average and they're really kind of cruddy customer service. Um, most businesses have 
pieces of good customer service in play. You know, they do a little bit of this and a little bit of this, but as a yeah. whole, their customer service is actually not all that great. Um, and so just to open up and see where there may be some holes where they're missing the, you know, missing pieces of great customer service and then change that um, is a, is a big mistake. The mistake is just not seeing it or the mistake is believing you have great customer service um, when you really don't. So that, that is a common myth, mistake, delusion that many, many businesses have. Yeah. And then on that point, like how frequently do you think these business owners should be looking back and saying, Hey, are we improving in a certain area? If you looked and you realize, Hey, the customers are not loving how we're greeting them or, you know, we're not doing certain stuff to help the customers when they get in here. How frequently do you think they should look back at those and see how they're improving? With my clients, we, we talk about it quarterly. So every three months um, is a, is a good time frame, And the reason I say that is because you'll implement and you'll do things and you're good for a while and you don't intentionally stop doing certain aspects. You know, you don't stop, you know, the smiling or you don't stop yeah. enthusiastic greetings, you know, business, problems and issues and life and things get in the way. And, and sometimes it ju- you just, you don't even know why you stopped doing certain things. So to go back and reevaluate and where are we doing good? Where have we dropped the ball in a few places and then reamp every three months is great. Six months at the very most, um, a year is way too long. Too much will, will fall by the wayside in years time to, to the point you'd almost have to start over. So really quarterly is a great time frame. Even every couple of months is not a bad idea just to, and it doesn't take that long to reevaluate and, and go back through and make sure we're on, on task and on point exactly. with it. But, uh, really every three months is a great time frame to reevaluate your customer service. And especially when customers love to give their inputs. <laughs> of, course. <No> exactly. <laughs> of course, it's not going to take you a long time to figure that out. What is a key action that a, a business, I should say, could start immediately that would improve their customer service? Well, we already touched on it. And a lot of what I teach and coach as far as action items are so simple and easy. So one of them is just smiling. We, are, we already talked about that a moment ago. Yeah, Having a smile on your face. In my clinics, I used to tell my employees and expect them to have a smile. And I told them that is part of your uniform, just like wearing the scrubs or whatever you need to wear that day. Yeah. A smile is as important as that. So as soon as we unlock the door and the patients are coming in, you need to strap that smile on your face and keep it there because it's the universal welcome. It puts people at ease. It just says, hey, I'm here for you. I'm here to serve. So that that is a such a simple idea. It seems so it didn't seem that important. It couldn't be that impactful, but it is powerful. It is impactful and it makes a huge difference when you have the smile on your face. Now, not every day is a day you're like, hey, I want to put a smile on my face. You know, Monday morning, I used to talk to my staff about that. We're not exactly all in the greatest mood to be there on Monday morning. Um, So let's not wait till we're happy to smile. Let's stick a smile on our face so we make ourselves happy. Um, So sometimes you just, you know, some people say fake it till you make it. And that's kind of the case. But yeah, you just have to strap that smile on no matter what. Um, But it's the funny thing is, once you do that, it does have a, you know, our bodies are wired that way where our actions will help our psychology. So um, our physiology will help our psychology. So you put a smile on your face, you act happy, you start feeling happy. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I know you mentioned like, you know, 
working in the medical field or anything like that. I, I worked as a CNA for a while. So listen, I understand some days not wanting to smile, but you know what? <laughs> At the end of the day, when the patients see that smile on your face, they are happy also. They you know, are. They feel welcome and they feel like, hey, I'm going to get treated perfect, you know, or properly at this point. Absolutely. Does good customer service within an organization stem up or down from the chain of command? It's got to go from the top down. It's got to go from the top down because if the top hasn't bought in, if it's not a foundation from the top down, it, it will not be effective and it will not sustain. In fact, when I work with clients, I will not, I won't just go in and train the staff what to do. Mm -hmm. I will train the either the owner or the upper management or the, the business leader first, and then I can do training with the staff, but they have to understand it first. They have to have the ideas. They have to have the foundation principles and bought into it completely yes. and then let it flow down from there. It can't go from the, from the bottom up because it'll, it, it just won't survive. True, it won't survive. But, you know, many times you walk into a business and you're like, hey, workers should do this. But then you look at the the boss or, the, the you know, who is at the higher management and you're like, OK, what's going on here? Yeah. And then, you know, why the workers are unhappy because, yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. exactly. Because it stemmed from the top down. Exactly. Exactly. So share some more with us about your book. Um, I think it's Defined and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service Program Strategies for Maximizing Your Profit. So share some more about what you know we can um, find in your book and what we can take away from it. Absolutely. Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service is, is a very easy read, 150 pages. It's not full of fluff. It's full of very simple and actionable, actionable principles, rules, and actions that a business can just take almost immediately, implement them to improve their customer service. Um, my How I worked in my clinics, how I coach now, my programs, and certainly the book are all, I think, in simplistic terms. So um, I try to make the complicated simple. So that's what this book <laughs> is about. And that's what I really try to communicate to my clients. And as I work with people and do presentations, that customer service isn't hard. Don't make it hard. Don't think of it as hard. It's easy. You just have to do it consistently. So let's take these principles. Let's take these ideas. Let's put them into place. Let's do them consistently and then see what happens. And generally what happens is pretty remarkable as far as growth and profits for a business. And then where can we get the book? You can find the book either on my website, drkellyhenry.com, drkellyhenry.com. Um, or you can go to Amazon or really find it anywhere you can find uh, books or you can buy books. So um, I have a paperback, a Kindle, and soon to have Audible version. Nice. Um, so that'll, that'll help you out. So I know a lot of, a lot, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners like the Audible versions where when you're doing other things, you can, you know, put your headphones on and listen to it. So I wanted to make sure I had an Audible version and that that's in process. It, it's been read. It just uh, Audible hasn't got it on their platform yet. So that's soon to come. Awesome. So yeah, everyone likes to, you know, jog, walk, run, listen to stuff these days. We don't like to take it up and, you know, read. That's right. It's so much easier to listen to it. So, so much easier to listen to it. And there is it, there any last minute tips or strategies that you want to, you know, give us before we go about customer service? Well, two things. Um, first thing is you can't go wrong 
with improving your customer service. There is no downside to making a customer feel more important and valued and serving them better. All it does is improve that relationship. It makes them feel better. It'll make them look better at your business. It'll make you feel better in your business. So there is no downside to improving customer service. Um, The other thing is customer service, whether good or bad, is either going to enhance or deteriorate your business or detract from your business. So the choice is yours. Obviously, if you have great customer service, it's going to enhance every other area of your business, sales or marketing, whatever the case may be, it's going to make your business better that way. If your your service is bad, then it's going to detract from sales and marketing and everything that you're wanting and trying to do. So, and I, like I mentioned earlier on in the in the show, you're creating a perception one way or the other. So you have to remember that you're in that perception business make a good impression, make a good perception for that customer. Uh, You can't go wrong with doing that. Yep. Leave them and let them want to come back. Absolutely. (laughs) At the end of the day, you want to retain that customer. That is absolutely. That is the key. And that's really what I preach. And one last thing on that note, that is what my programs are about. They're called the 5% bump programs. And the reason they're called that is there's a study from Harvard Business School that they found out if you'll increase your customer retention by just 5%, it can lead to a 25 to 95% increase in profits just by increasing customer retention by 5%. And you do that by improving your customer service and keeping more customers in your business instead of trying just to keep getting new customers in. Let's bring new customers in, but then let's keep them in the business. Yep. You want to keep them. I was going to ask you to talk about that too. Your three programs that you have, the um, bump profits. So can you like, you know, share a little bit about the three? Absolutely. I have three, three levels. I have an entry level, which is just a one week program where we'll dive in, find the the biggest holes, so to speak, patch those up and, and get you on a little bit sure, sure ground. Um, and, and I've had businesses do real good with that. Uh, my middle program is called the prime program. It's a three month program where we're going to get the core concepts in and fill the holes and put a pretty good foundation. And then I have a six month program, the alpha program, where obviously uh, we dive in, we're going to we're going to get the whole program in. We're going to put the foundation down and we're going to help tweak uh, things unique to that business and really help them get everything set up for creating massive future success. And then do you do like um, coaching services, like one-on-one or group coaching services? They're all, yeah, they're all one-on-one coaching um, just depending on the level. I, I just love that aspect of it. Um, I, you know, an online program where you have to watch videos, you know, what's good for you is not good for this business. So I want to be available to all the business owners and help structure things in a unique fashion for them and their unique circumstances and their unique business. And I can only do that on a one-on-one basis. So I, that's what I enjoy and I find is most effective. Well, that you know what everyone learns differently and every single business grows differently you just have to find what works for you and your employers employees and also your customers what's going to get them to come back to you so thank you so much dr henry for being a part of for change people today was such a pleasure having you to join in and to share more about customer service and also keeping that retention keeping that customer coming back to your business so you can find dr kelly at his website, which is drkellyhenry.com. 
So definitely go check him out and grab his book. And if you want to be a part of any of his programs, he has three different levels to suit you. Thank you. I appreciate the, the time and, and your show, Anna Kay. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm honored to be on your show. Thank you so much. You have just listened to a weekly episode of For Change People. Let's keep the conversation going by following me on my Instagram page and Facebook page at For Change People Podcast. Like, share, and subscribe. And until next week, have a wonderful Friday.